I'm the best in the world at what I do. I've been the best since day one. On this microphone, in the booth, in my bed, I live it. I breathe it. I am it. Welcome to the Soldier. Actually, it's not another edition. It's a very special edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast featuring the one and only Donnie U, best in the world of what he does. I told y'all last week that my plans were to have guests. Yes, guests on the world-renowned, hardly ever listened to podcast of mine. And not only do I have one guest. No, 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 no. I have two. I have three. Yes, Yes, your boy is still celebrating his birthday. It's fucking birthday month, not even a birthday week and birthday month. So I am a little inebriated. So y'all already know how that goes. I've been drinking. So to get this shit on the way, and um, it's going to be real unorthodox as usual, even more so because I'm so not used to having guests. Not only, like I said, not only one, two, but three guests. One is a long-awaited actual debut on the podcast, and that would be none other than the sponsor 
of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie Ooh podcast. You know, the Lewis Snapback Box. Only available in my apartment, more specifically my bed, and of course, more specifically than that, me in between those thighs. So, your long-awaited debut... And oh yeah, AKA she is my wife, so treat her with respect. Announce your arrival to the masses. Hello. <laughs> she is so nervous. I don't know why. Cause I keep on telling y'all. I keep on telling her that it's my platform, it's my podcast. I'm not beholden to anybody. I'm truly independent. So I pretty much can do whatever the hell I want to do. So the two truly special guests of mine is my brother and my sister from another. When I speak of Salty Summer, Salty Summer 2, I speak of that when I speak of the time that I spend on my vacations in the summer and the time that I spend with these two special near and dear individuals who I will allow to introduce themselves. If they want to go by an alias, so be it. If they want to put their shit out there, so be it. But I'm going to leave it up to them. So, my brother. What's up, man? Monty Mott, here to say what the hell I was going to say. It is what it is. It's going down today, and that's the way it is. I don't care how you incriminate me or whatever. I have something to say. Okay, so that's that's Brother Monty Mott. <laughs> And to his left, matter of fact, to his right and my left. What's up, people? This is Stephanie. Yeah, she is short and to the point. I... <laughs> <laughs> the reason because I did one of my procrastination type deals and, you know, I kind of trained a little bit so we're going to uh hopefully you know uh come across any many topics but one near and dear to my heart is the fact of marriage of relationships of specifically black love me and my missus and my sponsor we've been married for how long yeah i'm putting you on the spot now 23 long ass years Okay, 23 years. And my brother and my sister have been married for how long? 11 years. 11 glorious years. So that will be the basis of our conversation. And you know me, I will go on tangents right and left. I will have a point and I will probably forget that point. Talk about three other topics and then finally get back around to my original point. So that's what we're going to do today. So um, without further ado, like I said, this is not going to be anything sports related because that's not what type of episode we're on today. We're on the topic of love. So without further ado, let's get this shit on the ring, huh? Good night. And goodbye. Bang. Okay, first on the docket, as like I said, would be the topic of black love. 
I do not want to monopolize the conversation today because I'm finally, finally, finally able to have people on my platform. I swear, it seems like the majority of y'all or the majority of some people don't want to come on my platform. Why? I don't know. Why is it because I'm not popular? I don't know. But regardless, I'm going to keep the family affair going. Y'all heard my daughters and now y'all going to hear my spouse so lovely 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 wife of mine discuss how what do you feel has allowed us to reach 23 long years of marriage god how so having god first in your marriage gives you longevity um, on top of that, love, trust, communication, mm-hmm. good sex don't hurt. Oh, we will get to that <laughs> subject soon. <laughs> now, Brother Monty Mont of 11 Glorious Years, what do you believe has allowed y'all to thrive in your marriage at this time? Having that stability, you know, that comfort zone, being with that one that you truly love, the one that you met, that you truly know that's going to be in your corner. Amen. And Sister Steph? Meeting the person that you always wanted, that fairy tale. Without that fairy tale, you don't have nothing. We all have fairy tales. When we were young, we always wanted, oh, I want a relationship like that. You know? And I finally met my king. So you know, I have I have friends. Matter of fact, I'm not even gonna say friends, because I'm gonna actually specify who I'm who I'm referring to. Um my brother Cool always um refers to me and my wife, my wife's relationship, my wife's marriage, because we've been together for like ever. And I don't even say that derogatory in a derogatory way. It's just like, you know, it's like, I don't, I've been with her more than half my life. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) you know, that's like forever. So he always used to say, yeah, you know, y'all like, y'all like Will and Jada. (laughs) But this was back in the day when, you know, (laughs) when, you know, You know, because that at at one time for certain people or for a certain segment of the population, that was like, you know, the symbol of excellence when it came to black love. Why? I don't know. Because they would, I guess they were together from, you know, late teens, early 20s or whatever. And they just, you know, been together and, you know, uh, got through the storm. But now in 2022, I don't want to be referred to as the religion. We don't have no open marriage. (laughs) See, now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on a tangent of mine because I wanna I wanna which card hopefully this this particular uh, memory will um, sprout some ideas. I told y'all, actually, it's so ironic because as of a couple, a couple of episodes ago, I was telling you, 
couple of episodes ago, I remember I was telling you about my adventures and my last adventure at a strip club. And um, it was the day before <laughs> a wedding that me and my wife <laughs> were involved. And I actually had the couple that I was referring to in front of me. Now, because, you know, as much as, much as I would love to think that I got millions and millions of listeners, I only got maybe a couple dozen. And um, there's probably a lot of people that's listening to this now probably don't even know. So, yeah, I'm going to rehash. If you know the story, just follow along or skip skip ahead a couple minutes. If not, so be it. So the day before the day before the wedding, day before the nuptials, we meet them at the at the hotel. And, uh, we know, we get to the room and, you know, my wife goes uh, to meet Sister Steph. And I go in the room. I, I say what's up to Brother Martin. I go in the room. Now, at this time, me and Brother Mart, we was acquaintances based on the sisterhood of my wife and Steph. So, you know, we say, what's up? I just go in the room, you know, do me. You know, he's with the family. Plus, the day before his big day. So I'm like, I ain't going to get a man in space. And plus get myself on wine. So I go in the room. And I'm relaxing. I got my little rhyme book because at the time I thought I was going to be a rapper or whatever. So I'm in the room. And all of a sudden, my wife comes in the room. And she's like, babe, why are you still in the room? I said, what do you mean? She said, they, were, they, they, they left. They went to the strip club. I'm like, what do you mean they left? Yeah, which going... Which going to the you know the, the groomsmen they they left. I was like, oh word. <laughs> all right. So she goes, so which goes, so she closed the door and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm I'm playing the room for the night. So me and my dumbass, I figure, all right, since I'm in the room and there's no place to go, and I gotta get up in the morning, I need to go to sleep. So I had an ambient. So I took an ambient and I had a beer. And I'm figuring I'm just gonna play the room. All of a sudden come back in the room and closely behind is sister Steph. Come on, Mike. Time to go. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Yeah, time to go. Yo, which car? Yo, we driving you. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing okay. So in my mind, I'm like, Nah, don't worry about it. No, they shouldn't have fucking left you. Da, 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 da. How they gonna leave you? You came down here. How the fuck they gonna leave you? I was like, oh shit, all right, fine. <laughs> no problem. I don't, I don't want no beef. I don't want no beef. Right? <laughs> we get in the car and I'm just thinking, I'm like, yo, this is like a sitcom episode. I, the last, the left, the groomsmen left behind in the in the car, the bridal showers. <laughs> bridal <It's> party. Bridal <laughs> party. <laughs> On the way to the strip club. <laughs> Because I was left behind. Now, mind you, I'm just nice and calm. I'm just like, all right, whatever. So we get there, and there was a switch or whatever. And, uh, you know, they pretty much dropped me at the door. <laughs> nah, they didn't just drop you at the door. We didn't come in. Huh? You was looking in. I see. Okay. Speak your, <laughs> speak your truth, you was, brother. You was looking in. The door opened wide up, and you were looking right at me. And I was like, no, I'm seeing things. <laughs> That's not my wife. 
You're right. Because I looked wanted at to me and you said, come here. <laughs> I walked. Technicality. Walked up to the door. And, and you was like, you left Mike. I'm like, what? I left Mike. You, no, you. who's no, Mike? You didn't call me. You didn't call me. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, Mike. I remember you coming out of the strip club. I came out of the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I wasn't doing no wrong. I was just concerned. I'm like, well, how did she end up there? You know, how did she even find out where I was? We called you. You know? And you told us. It couldn't have been me. You it wanted the bridal party to rescue I you. I picked up the phone. <laughs> I plead the fit. We was going to Jersey Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so a lady Ooh. luck out there trying to sell CDs after that. <laughs> on the letter. Oh, For more on Lady Luck. Refer oh. to episode one twenty four. No, but that, that no, but that was a beautiful thing. And to me, me personally, because I was the last one to the pretty much the foursome. Um, you know, that was the beginning of a beautiful relationship. That's been true. Well, they've been married eleven years. Then I guess it would be eleven years. You know, more than eleven years. Yeah. Yeah. More than 11. No, no, no. Oh, you mean as far as the hanging out part? Yes. I said me personally. Look, I like I said, everything sprouted from y'all. Yeah. So, matter of fact, like I said, I do not want to monopolize this. How did y'all become what y'all become today? Through the kids. And and yeah, I'm gonna which guard um Miss Miss Snapback. Elaborate. <laughs> Stepson, which is my nephew, Kasim, used to knock on the door for our daughter Tamia to come out and play because they went to daycare together. <laughs> and we we basically met through our kids um, when we moved to Pennsylvania. And the neighbors were telling me how mean of a lady she was, but there was this one neighbor, Miss Dot, that said she's not mean. <laughs> she's a nice lady. She just keeps to herself. And I used to say hello, and she, hello, and go in her door. No mind, but I uh, I think I came to the door one time because Tamia wanted to play with Kasim, and I went and knocked on the door and asked if Kasim come out to play with Tamia, and we took it from there. <laughs> okay, so that that was that was one side. Now, Sister Steph, I am so sorry. I was so mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm just to the point. Yeah. You have to be to the point. Exactly. And some people just can't take it. But um, a strong person like you. Okay. You dealt Pisces. Hello, Pisces. You know, when people can't (laughs) deal with something, they stray away. Exactly. Sometimes you just don't need cowards around you. That's all. Exactly. Okay. So, not really. I'm going to which go a transition from that to 
what do y'all what would matter of fact i'll i'll come I'll, I'll i'll stay on this side first when we have any type of disagreement dare mm-hmm. i say conflict how do you believe we come to an agreement to move on or matter of fact how do you believe that we we progress from there Well, when we do get into disagreements, I'll shut down for a little bit and ignore you just to calm, to wait till the situation calm down and then I'll come and talk to you or you'll break the ice. But sometimes I'm, I'm petty and I let things fester for a few days just to, just to annoy the hell out of you. <laughs> Yeah, because as well, I'm quite sure after 125 episodes, y'all know I'm a talker. I love to run my mouth and I don't like being ignored. Nope. Hence the reason why I have a podcast to get some type of attention on me. <laughs> you get attention. Stop lying. I know, but um, but yeah, I know on my end, she says she can be petty. I'm the petty king. Yeah. The, my 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 thought pattern when it comes to, all right, let's say, oh, she's not talking to me. Okay. After the first day, he has a little irritating, a little, you know, it bothers me. By the second day, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I can just divert my energy into staying in the living room. <laughs> By the third day, oh, I come home, there's not a plate of Tupperware in the microwave, and she cooked. Oh, I, oh, this is war. <laughs> this is war. Just fix your own damn food after I'm that. Gonna start, I'm going to start bringing my own shit home. <laughs> <laughs> and that pisses me because I done cooked and you ain't eating my cooking. I could be home and I'll look in the refrigerator and I'll see she cook, but I don't see that Tupperware. I will Uber eat something at 1230 at night. And I will make sure that she sees the remnants of my, <laughs> of my order. And then eventually we break the ice because we realize whatever the, whatever the hell we was mad about, whatever the hell we stopped talking to each other about, really wasn't that important. And then we look back and like, we wasted four days of not talking. And then the next two days, we're trying to cram in the last four days of not talking until the next two days. And um, then we finally get on track maybe like a week later. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a little bit underlying resentment. And I'm like, really? She really what you call OD like that? And she's probably looking at me like, you really went four extra days? We could have, <laughs> which called squash this like yesterday. He went, but at the same time, she's the yin to, yin to my yang. I'm the yang to her yin. She's a morning person. I'm a night person. Uh, she's a very, how could I say this? Because I'm a nice person, but I don't like people. My wife is the ultimate people person, you know, but I feel myself about to really start rambling. So I'm going to put that same question over to my sister and brother and my brother, Marnie Mon can start. Man, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. My wife, uh, she... We can be mad at each other for a couple hours, maybe two days, maybe. Um, I got only one thing to say, man. Seafood. Women love seafood. They love to shop, you know. 
That dollar worked. <laughs> Miracle. You know, you ain't got to say much, but um, <laughs> an empty plate, not an empty plate, but she might mess up the food a little bit. You may burn the food a little bit. And taste buds might taste something different. You know, not too bad, you know. Just the but just to let me know that you don't messed up. Yeah. You know. So uh You want steak? Yeah, you're gonna have the sound. Yeah, you're gonna have steak. steak. You're gonna get everything <laughs> that you want, you know, but she gonna let you know you really messed up. What's going on over here? You know. <laughs> and surprisingly the next day she make up for it, you know. Something special, you know. And uh we move on. We move on. If we don't move on, I'm guaranteed to get that text at work. You know, uh, I'm guaranteed to not get any sleep at all because she's going to want to talk about the situation right away. Um, other than that, it's a beautiful situation. It's not a devious situation. It's not something that... um that she's going to be very mean about or very disrespectful about, you know, it's, it's, it's love. It's love. And every couple go through it. Every couple go through it. And, um, I know people say you don't go to bed mad or upset and stuff like that. No, you go to bed mad and you go to bed upset. All right. Only thing is I ain't getting out my bed. Yeah, and, and, and when you wake up, you know, it starts all over again. You know, that love starts all over again. And if it doesn't, I don't know what to say, because it's all love here. It's all love, 100% love. And I love you, baby. All your freckles and all your dreams belong to me. I'm going to try my best to be mad at you every day, upset with you every day, even though you call me for some unnecessary stuff. And I'm right there in the house, not bothering you, but you have to bother me. And I love that 100%. I love that. So that's all I got to say. So now we know the truth. Yeah, now you know the truth. Now you know the truth. Like when I'm doing something, like you just, I know you, you just want me. To just be there. Not you want me around, but just not around. You know, just there. You know, you you just want to know that I'm there. You know, take out the trash or something. You just want me there, and I love that. Sister Steph, the stage is yours. Um. Honestly, yeah, be honest. The, Just be honest. The arguments. The arguments. <laughs> oh yeah, we keep it about? thorough on the Shorts and Thoughts of Donnie U podcast. <laughs> Probably sometimes a little bit too thorough. So pretty, please, there is no censorship. I don't got no sponsors. Lose. They're drawn out. They're tiring. <laughs> I get headaches. And sometimes I be like, I fucking hate you. Oh, you put God. me through this bullshit. 
What up with you? And then I text you and I'll be like, motherfucker, look. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're not gonna do no more. <laughs> and I'll be at work like, why did she text me this? <laughs> like I didn't even know we was there. I'd be wanting to put him in his feelings like I'm in my feelings. He gonna get this work. <laughs> like, I'm working. And then you call me. Why are you texting me? Because this is how I feel. And you're not gonna listen to me if you're face to face with me. I need you to comprehend what I'm trying to say to you and understand how I'm feeling. But you gotta understand, I, I had already understood that before I left the house. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Oh. That's where we don't come out. Uh, and like you, I don't do people too well. <laughs> oh. <I don't. laughs> and that's you know, since we Pisces, yes, you that Pisces that take everybody in, yeah. and I'm that Pisces that push them the fuck out. <laughs> Leave me alone. Well, I guess yeah. people yeah. always say I got a frown on my face or something. It's not that I'm frowning. I'm just watching your ass. You exactly. Everybody has motives. Yeah, you know. You saying I got motives? And if motives? your motives ain't right, you saying I got motives? I don't need you around me like that. Out. Motive? You know, you you saying so, is that what you no, saying I'm about not me? I'm saying that about you. I'm, I'm just, just saying that about people in general. You know, people you know how general. people always say, "Oh, your wife love me." Well, you oh, love me. You love me. You get can, that about me. Can, can he come yeah. out? Can he you come out me. today? Dude, he's a grown my... fucking man. Why you guys asking me? Because you love me. So now that you're asking him like he's my child, fuck no. That's just me, yo. Only thing I don't like about when we get into it is he won't get out my bed. We ain't supposed <laughs> like to. Like, I will sit, I will put my whole body on the bed just so he won't get in it. And, and I will get, get into in that it. last little crack. I will be hanging off the edge of the bed. <laughs> but my thing is this the biggest TV is in the bedroom. When I come home from work, I want to watch the biggest TV in the house to go to sleep in. Plus, I want to sleep in my bed. If you're upset with me, you can be upset all you want. You can be upset on your side of the bed, or you can vacate the premises and go sleep on the couch. Sometimes the I days know. of me oh, sleeping on the couch is over. Oh, wow. Because no, because I have a fucked up back in the neck. I look. <laughs> these two days of being pissed off is not worth the long term ramifications of. I see you disagree. Well, my mind going to sleep on the couch for three, four days. <laughs> three, four days. And I'll be like, come on. Oh, no, now nah, you fabricating. You're bed. fabricating now. There's a blanket just, for you. You, you know, you know, you know. But that's not working okay. out. That's not happening. Because why? Let's because let's say it's what never happens. happens what happened? Every time I try, right? She came out and got me. That's right. She came I, out. And got I me. sure did. I sure did. What I you, won't. What are you doing? <laughs> she will not. <laughs> she will use the kids to communicate through me, especially when they were <laughs> when they was in in between age. I won't say the little kids. I mean, when they were little, that's one thing about us. When we were on the outs per se, and it's never was raised that serious, 
But when we were on the outs, we really tried not to let it affect our kids. We really exactly. tried not to involve the kids. But when they got older, when they got in their little high school years, they could pretty much figure it out because all of a sudden she'd be like, yeah, ask your father what he want to eat. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You you just walk right past me. <laughs> and then they're looking at me and I'm looking at them like. <laughs> One thing yeah. I. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No. One thing I pride myself about my marriage is I don't argue with him. And especially in front of the kids. Like the kids wouldn't know nothing until I'd be like, go ask your father what he wants to eat. Go ask your father if this is his. Go tell your father this. Go tell your father that. And they'd be like, Ma, are y'all right? And I'd be like, mind your business and just go tell your father what I said. But Mike, on the other hand, if he got angry enough, he likes to argue. I don't. I used to. He'll get loud. I'm a loud person. And I'll sit there and ignore him, and that irks the shit out of him because he'd rather sit there and argue. And I don't because I grew up with my mom and my stepdad arguing. And me, I have this thing with getting yelled at. It makes me snap. And I know my husband is a crazy man, so I would never snap on him. And no, he has never put a hand on me. He choked me two times before, but that's a different story because I hit him. Oh my God. Oh my God. But it wasn't that it wasn't a choke like domestic violence choke. It's right. the, it keep your hands off of me. So and it ended up being yeah. probably probably a kid of ours. After that, <laughs> yeah. But I just pride myself in not letting the kids know that we were having a disagreement. Right. Well, you know this. This is what I can say. You know, um, every relationship, every relationship, you you're gonna argue. Exactly. You know, I mean? it doesn't mean that it's gonna be uh, domestic violence involved. It's a learning curve. And mm-hmm. if we don't learn from each other by arguing, we're never going to get nowhere. Exactly. You know, and that, I'm going to be honest with you, that's love. After 20 something years, that ain't nothing but love. Exactly. And uh, me being with my baby 11 years. What? Uh, 11 and a half years. What? Married. 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 Chill out on my brother, sis. Uh, she, <laughs> I ain't trying loved, to have this shit turn into Papa's pulpit. She, 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 she loved to argue. She loved to argue. She loved that attention like it. You know, if I don't argue, if I don't argue with her, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. You know, I can be just doing something, just cutting hey, the grass. She want to argue. She want to come out. What you doing? You know, she want to know what I'm doing at all times, and if I'm messing up, she she want to argue, and it's 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 like go go argue with yourself. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Don't don't argue with me because you don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show you what I'm trying to do, but you want to argue with me. That ain't right, you know. I don't argue with you about your hairstyle or your, your, yeah, your, your eyes or your makeup and stuff like that. You know, the purses that you sneak in the house that I, you think I don't know nothing about. You know what what person? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would know about that. Not the person. I said purses. Purses. You know? Oh, purses. Yeah, purses. Purses. You know, Not a person. I wish a person. Yeah. I wish a person was sneaking out. I wish a person would. I, I, I did. I want. I really, I, you know what? I really want a person to sneak in my house. 
Nah, so happen. I can have the pleasure of just blessing shots and his just ass. killing them, you know, real <laughs> slow, just real slow, <laughs> just <laughs> like you know, just you know, I, I'm not a killer enough, but just you know, if, if if a person just would just the thought you use a money just, mark, just not necessarily. <laughs> Nigga <laughs> just, just, just so I can just show her that, like, no, no, I'm not in the wrong this time. You know? <laughs> the argument is. <laughs> Look, it don't matter if it's awful. It's always gonna be awful. But with her arguing, you know what I mean? It's, it's something wrong with that. There, there's no perfect argument there's no perfect relationship you nope. know i mean we have to argue to get to where we got to get to you know because well, if it's not yourself. worth fighting for then it's probably not worth having and when yeah. i say fighting i don't once again i'm not talking about when i talk about physically you know it's just like when you have a love or a love for a, um your significant other and you you feel at that time that it's slipping away you do any and everything and sometimes it's probably maybe not the most mature thing. Like, oh no, fuck! I ain't gonna talk. But the reason you're getting angry is because you care, you know. So what we're going to do right now, because um, I'm getting the red numbers, so I guess it's about to cut off for a minute. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna probably maybe try to get into. Well, you know, you gotta turn, you gotta tune in after the to find out what the fuck we're getting into. All right, later. All right, people, we're back. Not like we was really gone. Well, at least gone from y'all. We've been gone. Anyway, the next topic at hand, I'm going to try to bring the mood into a nice, nice uh, Barry White type of atmosphere. And that would be, once again, the topic of love. But this time, the physical love. We're not going to get too graphic. You know, because, I mean, as open as I may be, I cannot assume that everybody is as open as I may be because, I mean, <laughs> shit. I call my wife, or my, should I say my wife allows herself <laughs> to be called, or should I say my wife calls herself the Lewis Snapback. So how how real, how really cool. <laughs> I can see why you're looking at me like that, but... <laughs> Don't look like that. You call me. Stop telling my business. I'm, look, shit. It's, look, you're, you're the sponsor. Anyway, so we, me and my wife have always discussed um, amongst ourselves and amongst others, but mostly amongst ourselves, of whether or not we would have made it this long if we did not satisfy each other in a physical way. No matter how, and plus, the love and the mental connection enhances the physical. But like I said, I'm talking about physical right now. So, babe, mm -hmm. and I'm quite sure you could be as discreet as you would like. Um, what would you say? And like I said, you don't have to get too graphic. What would you say? Um, have drawn you. Have, have drawn me to you or have drawn you, you know, pretty much what have you 
found so um, irresistible about your hubby over the last 20 some odd years? <laughs> I'm laughing at what I was thinking. Which was? You mean all around or all around. as far as sex goes? Okay, let's start. Let's start all around, and then we can get more specific. Your kind heart. Uh, you're considerate. You're very. You're a very considerate person. Um, your generousness. The same way. Same. Same. The same kind heart, right? Mm-hmm. You're just a, a thoughtful person. You put you put me first, no matter what. Like, I lost my words right now. Wow, I was just so chatty just a minute ago. See, I like I like these getaways with my wife. You know, at first we used to have you know just me and her getaways and. Any time away from the day-to-day, you know, monotonous things and, you know, especially just, you know, parenting and dealing with the kids in school and work and so forth. So anytime we had a chance to get away, for it was nothing but like for a, a night or two, we tried to use that time to the utmost. Um, the neighbors know my name. So I say... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in these times that we have with each other, especially lately, and when I say lately, I'm going to say over the last couple of years, especially over the last year and change uh, that we spent with um, Brother Steph and, I mean, Brother Monty Ma and Sister Steph. <laughs> Yeah, I told you I've been drinking. I would tell you, this is how I feel. Because, yeah, I, I, I know I've kind of gotten off the subject. But this is how I feel about my brother and my sister. Anytime, especially since last year, I mean, they brought us down to Virginia and they just, the hospitality they just showed us such a great time and it wasn't so and it was just the time of spending with another married couple to be to be blunt you know cuz there's a difference between spending time with all right which going on all right my my which going my wife's friend or my friend or me and my wife and their friend and their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it's different because the shared experiences of just being married, you can kind of relate to each other. You know, it's just, it's just, like I said, it's just different. So I, which go from that point on for the let wherever we're traveling, if me and Mika, me and my wife are traveling somewhere and we're driving, cause most of the time we're driving. If I, if I'm able to go, if we're in the vicinity or we have to pass nearby <laughs> Pennsylvania, <laughs> we make sure we make a pit stop. <laughs> To Pennsylvania to see our brother and sister. If ain't nothing but for like an hour or two, chop it up and then get back on the road. 
you know, because pretty much we probably would stop anyway before we would stop. All right, go to Wawa, get something to eat, you know, go to the bathroom and then get back on the road. Now, all right, fine. Instead of just stopping at Wawa, no, we're going to go and see our brother and sister, chop it up with them, you know, and just experience the love and, and the, which was the admiration that we have for each other in that short time. And it's to me personally, it's like an energy boost. Um, I've said this privately, and I guess this is probably my first time saying it publicly, but it's like an energy boost. It's like, I am not, a, like I said, I'm not a people person whatsoever, you know? So yeah, I have people I chill with, you know, I have, which go, especially when it's me and the missus, you know, we have couples we chill with and don't get me wrong. And I don't want anybody to feel offended, but I know my body and my body feels totally at ease. I don't have to put, you know, all right, well, I have to act a certain way or I have okay. to make sure I act a certain way. So I don't embarrass my wife or which go have the people look at me a certain way or feel a certain way. It's just like, I just feel so accepted and I just feel like it's just natural. Like right now we're on location in Atlantic city, right? So you would think, all right, well, you know, two couples, you, which go, you know, a right, which go working class work and everything. So y'all had the time to get away. So y'all going to hit the casino Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then when Friday, when you check out, you're going to hit the casino before you get on the road. No, 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 no. We hit the casino tonight because this is our night before we're about to have to part ways, unfortunately. And we hit the casino for maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Maybe. And I'm probably overestimating two hours. If I, if I say two hours, that's including the ride there and the ride back. But the majority of the time, we, you know, we picked up some stuff for, for the house. You know, we ate lovely. <laughs> we went to the restaurant and ate lovely for my birthday. <laughs> and it was just the time that we spent. The quality the, the, time. Exactly, the quality time. And um, I, I'm trying not to get emotional. I'm trying not to get misty eyed. Some real people, some loving people. Yes, you know, but... um. I think going back to the original topic, um, my I said I, I went on a tangent because this time away, especially this particular time, um, my wife looks gives me this look with her eyes, and it's very very. It's two things at the same time: very sensual, but it's very loving. And it's like the love is radiating from her and it just makes me get feel Roman tingling inside, <laughs> you know, and um, I'll, and this, this time away allows us to like really be our true selves for lack of a better term, like as a couple, as a married couple, as husband and wife, instead of mother and father, uh, neighbor, uh, yo, that's, that's meek me, yo, yo, that's, that's Mike, Mike. You know, just a regular rigmarole. Um, and of course, you know, I'd be remiss to say uh, if we got the quiet time, you best believe I'm going to put in that work. And I put in that work last night. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I'm going to put in that work tonight. Yes, I am. Because I am the best in the world at what I do. It says it in the intro. Not only on the mic, not only in the booth, but in the bed, I am the best in the world of what I do. So I will, of course, 
ask Stephanie and Lamont Yes, the same question. <laughs> what has, do you believe, well, what do you believe emotionally and physically um, allowed y'all to keep the fire lit for these 11 years of marriage. I'm not talking about all together because me and my wife been together damn near 30 years. Yeah, the physicality's always been there, but you would think that shit would wane. Oh, no, 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 no. Better with time like wine. But like I said, I've been monopolizing this shit. So yeah, Brother Mark, it's on you. What you going to do? Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my wife go ahead and speak first on that. Ladies first, really. Ooh, ladies first, <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so the attraction. I'm physically attracted to my husband, sexually attracted to my husband, and emotionally attracted to him. He treats me, and I always say this like I'm some damn princess. I can't take the garbage out. I can't mow the lawn. You know, sometimes it gets to me, but then I'll be like, damn. Anybody else would be like, you better get your ass out there and <laughs> mow that lawn. I don't got time. And we go back and forth, and we're arguing about me just mowing the lawn. You know, and I'd be like, maybe I need to chill out. Maybe I need to just let him do what he's going to do, you know. Um, everything he do, he holds it down. Physically, mentally, sexually, he holds it down. I don't have any complaints when it comes to him, you know. Sometimes he bothers me. Sometimes he gets on my fucking nerve. <laughs> and I always tell him this. <laughs> like my But, you know, I'm being real. Exactly. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. And you get on my damn nerves too. <laughs> Love every bit of it. Yeah. Hey, I, I love everything about you. I'm crazy about you. When you cook, when you handle your business, the way you move, your swag. I just wish you stopped spending so much money. <laughs> We're talking about physically and emotionally. All right, all right, all right, all right. Think about finances. Be damned. Thank okay. you. Because I didn't mention. We're not going to talk finances. about that. Right. Got nipped in the bud, brother. Physically, emotionally, I love everything about you. I have no complaints about anything at all. But what is that one particular thing that when you look at her, you're like, either it comes, matter of fact, fuck on even looking at her. Let's say you driving the road and it just comes to your mind, you're like, you just bring a smile to your face, like, yeah, my babe. Like, yeah, something like that. 
Turn home. I get to see my wife standing there at the door, cooking in the kitchen. I think that's the most sexiest <laughs> thing a man could ever okay. see. Lay woman in that kitchen cooking, and then afterwards getting ready to lay down and go to sleep. You know, you know what I like. I like to cook afterwards. Afterwards, yes, because uh, this times. It's times like you know they handle their business, and I'm figuring, but they done walked up a little appetite. All of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I thought you just went to the bathroom, or whatever. Like, all of a sudden, I'm come in, not one plate, two plate. What's this? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I just, I went. I had, to, I had to eat something. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. For <laughs> me, it's it's the aroma, the music. It's the aroma, the music. The It's like heaven. Yeah. It's like heaven when you open that door. You know? It's like this 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 is you can't explain it. You can't really explain how it feels to open that door and you smell that aroma. That woman's in the kitchen. She tell you go wash your hands. You get ready to sit down and eat. Okay. You're like, you can't. It's a never-ending story. Yes. You know? It makes you want to get up for seconds. You know? It makes you want to wake up for seconds. We talking about food? Yeah, we talking about food. We talking whatever comes with it. You know? We talking about everything. <laughs> You know, now I'm I'm going. Okay. And we can get real deep now. I'm, I'm really getting. I'm trying, deep. To, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to, which gonna be as discreet as possible. Ooh. What I love about my wife is the fact that she gives herself to me completely. And when you truly feel like she just lets herself go, like I'm yours. And that that brings a certain feeling. I wouldn't say power, but it just brings a certain feeling over myself of that's how much one human being loves me. And you know, it just it, it 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 boggles my mind. And even more so, the more or the long or the or what's going on? Yeah, for the more uh, for the longer time that we've been married, you know, it's, you know, you would think it would be kind of the reverse. And don't get me wrong; I mean, in the past we've had those those which go those periods like yeah, I don't feel like being bothered, or you know. I'll say this as a man. The older you get, it's not all about the all about the sex. Not all about the, the sex. Um, a lot of times you got a dilemma. I'll give you, I'll give you a case in point. 
there would be times I come home. And, you know, my wife, uh, she's laying up. You know, she's laying in the bed. Matter of fact, she could be asleep. But it's been a while. And we were, maybe we had flirted during the day. And I come home. And I look at the time. And I got a, I got a decision to make. Do I want to play this game of 2K? Or do I want to get some ass? <laughs> now, in my younger days, it wouldn't be no question about what choice I would make. Fuck the 2K. Get this ass. I could always play 2K later. In my older age, once again, it was a decision. If I play this 2K, then I'm going to want to eat. And I'm going to go to bed and watch TV. If I get this ass right now, I'm probably going to go to bed and not eat. And I'm not going to be able to play this 2K that I got the fever for. <laughs> what am I going to do? You know what? I'll take my chances. I'm going to play this 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But it had nothing to do with the quality. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's just that I always joke. I actually joke on this podcast. I always joke. I'm like, yo, my testosterone, like, you know, after I get a little emotional, it was like that. You know, after, you know, for a minute, it was like, eh, you know, which one? Once every, once every two weeks. I'm like, you know, as long as it was a good once every two weeks, not the, not the, uh, oh, fuck. Damn. Damn, my bad. You know, you got, you got, you got to which boy, you got to come back. Got to come back from that. You can't, even if you marry, you got to be like, nah, nah, I got to put that shit down. Man. That shit can't last me two weeks. <laughs> you know, you get to, yo, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move. And you know, you would think, oh, which girl you were younger, you know, you, just, you know, the older you're just like, oh, shit. damn. <laughs> yeah, I try not to get too graphic, but yeah. Um, now, um, before the last, which girl, the last thing I want to bring up um, is the fact that we had children. We, we all have children. And not to get too specific, but. Do you believe that your co-parenting, because all our children pretty much are grown, but do you believe that, do you believe that there was any tension or how did you, matter of fact, how did y'all navigate any tensions in your individual parenting techniques? Because you might feel a certain way, you might feel a certain way, but you have to come to a consensus because Y'all are a unit. Y'all are a family. So how did y'all navigate that? Mm. Mm. It was hard as hell. It was hard. (laughs) Very hard. Uh, uh, Very challenging and hard. It's... You can't really explain it. Being first-time parents and just really winging it. You think that you're doing the right thing saying the right things, you know, pointing them in the right direction. And 
you feel that in your heart, but sometimes you may not be doing the right thing or parenting the right way. Um, I believe there is a such thing as overly loving your child way too much and then expecting high expectations from when they get older and then losing that because you're not paying attention to what I'm going to say I'll come back on that you can parenting is hard number one raising three boys is even harder you know especially when your spouse is working all the time you know um you try to do the best that you can but sometimes doing your best is not the best sometimes it becomes frustrating you say things that you don't mean you do things you don't mean you know you reflect on the way you were raised and you try to say you're not going to do things that was done to you when you were being raised as yeah. a child but sometimes it just it happens come it come out yeah. especially when you're frustrated you know um sometimes people look in from other places relatives you know People on the outside look in and be like, well, you shouldn't do that this way and you shouldn't have done it that way. And they're abusing that child or this, this and that. And then they step in and they put things in kids head Mm -hmm. and the child runs with it, you know, and that makes it even harder to raise a kid or a child, you know, Um, especially when they're all not from the same parents, you know? It's just hard. I know it's very hard for me because I was was always thinking, it's like my baby said that, you know, the way I was raised, I was raised kind of tough, but the wrong way. So I used those things and it didn't work out very well for me, you know? And it caused a little separation there. You know, and uh, me just trying to be a strong father and wanting the best, you know, and thought I was doing the best, you know, for my kids, you know, and I know I'm a good parent, but, you know, when you can't, when you don't know how to stop and listen to your child, they can drift off at any minute. You know, it doesn't matter what age they are, you know, it stick with them for the rest of their life. Because I know what I've been through stuck with me for the rest of my life. But it doesn't necessarily mean that what I was, how I was raising my son was the best thing for his life. Yeah. You know? So uh, it is very hard. Very hard. It's hard, but I think, too, people shouldn't insert themselves into other families in their children's lives unless asked because that can break a family when another child listens to the next door neighbor or Mm -hmm. listen to someone in the family and that person ain't even taking care of their kids exactly you know or don't have kids 
because you know kids listen to people people listen to people regardless adults children whoever they listen and they run with it you know but now you can be manipulating a child and the child could go like oh that's my friend they're not gonna tell me wrong my parent beat me or they just treat me wrong you're not being treated wrong you're doing wrong. And I'm showing you, I'm trying to explain to you, this is not how you do things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before we kind of try, I guess, give our version, because um, I was probably about to get cut off, catch us after the chick 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 With a dozen roses, such would astound you, the joy of children
of you Okay, well, I'm going to ask my wife to lead this off. On the same subject, we're going to just continue and just jump off that point. Um, how do you believe we navigated the tensions that arose in our different parenting techniques? Well, when the kids were younger and we lived two states apart, it was hard because I'm like an old-fashioned wife. I believe that the husband is the head of the household. The husband has the say, the final say on decisions of how we're raising our children. And with our oldest, God rest his soul, he had a difficult time because you were working in New York and we were living in Pennsylvania. So he act out. So it was kind of hard trying to figure out what was going on or how to help him in his struggles of trying to raise him. Like a woman can raise a son, but we cannot raise our sons to be men. We can only raise them to the best of our ability. But I believe that a father should be present in the son's life because only a man could teach his son how to be a man. A mother can be nurturing give them that love and care that they need. But as far as becoming a man, we can never teach them how to be that. So uh, I just try to, you know, get your opinion on things. Or I wouldn't make final decision for the kids unless I pass, run it through, through you first. Head to the table. Yes. A lot of women would disagree with me nowadays in the 21st century, but like I said, I'm one of those old-fashioned wives. I believe my husband's word is the the final word. But I also have an opinion. But, I mean, co-parenting has never been hard for us. We were always on the same page. But let my kids tell it. I was the meanest parent. <laughs> so they were all four of them close to my husband. <laughs> and they, they would try to play us. Like, if I say no, they run to daddy. Daddy say, yeah, without knowing that I said no. <laughs> but once he found out I said no, he'll take it away. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I mean, um, co-parenting in, in, in this marriage wasn't that hard. Matter of fact, it wasn't hard at all. Well, I guess that's for me. Um, no, no, not at all. Um, but as she referred to, yeah, they used to play two in, two between the middle um, because 
we kind of had a dynamic, which from the outside, a lot of people probably wouldn't think of, or pretty much it wouldn't normally be this way. My wife, the mother, was the stern one. Me, the father, was the happy-go-lucky fun one. That's the favorite parent. But, but, this was the twist. I always had final say. So at the end of the day, they never wanted me to get pissed off. So a lot of times, especially lately since they've gotten older, you know, they'll tell me more and more of what they were, what they were actually thinking at that time. And they would say, they would hear their mother in the room talking to me because one of my rules was don't have your mother call me at work with no bullshit, period. I don't want to hear it because I'm stuck in a box for eight hours. I can't do shit until about 10, 11, 12. So that means I'm going to be sitting here with this irritation for about five hours. You really don't want me to come home with five hours of pissed off angst <laughs> ready to explode. <laughs> so do not give me, do not let me get that call. So they said they were here and she was like, yeah, such and such didn't do this or such and such got smart me. Yeah, I told him, wait until your father get home. And they, be in, they said they were in the room like, Yo, why mommy snitching? <laughs> why she calling? <laughs> it wasn't even that serious. Why she got called? Now he gonna come home on a rampage. <laughs> I was gonna try to, I was gonna try to ask him for some money at the end of the week. Now he gonna be talking about no. <laughs> Cause I was I guess according according to them, I was always the one. I was less pissed off at them. Like I was the one that would just sit there and I start talking. It was almost like they and I and I kept on telling them. I would always tell them, "You have to develop a relationship with your mom." It was almost like they was intimidated, so they just like would just be like, "Hi, how's school? Fine, very short." Mm-hmm. Or the only time they would come in is just to ask for something. They wouldn't really have a conversation. Me, they would have a conversation. Eventually, they would ask for something, but a lot of times it would just be a conversation. And I would tell them, like, look, why y'all talk? Could mommy be acting like she don't want me? No, because y'all, you, she probably figured out that the only time y'all coming to me, coming out, because all right, I need something, and daddy's, daddy's at work, and, you, and y'all don't want her to call daddy. <laughs> But for you know, for um, for the most for the most part, like you said, we really didn't have that big a conflict when it came to that. Um, a lot of times, you know, um, if anything, it was almost reverse of when they would lived in Pennsylvania, being the fact I, would, I wasn't able to, excuse me, I wasn't able to be around that much because of the work. Um, my wife had to pull more than a share of the load. So when they came back up here, then the, the shift had to take place of, okay, well, you got some time to make up. And at first I'm like, yo, what the f- and then after a while, I was like, well, all right, this is, this is my job. 
this much or this what I gotta do. Alright, fine. You know. Now, as recently I think I think one of my daughters is like, Dad, how come you used to always come up? I was like, oh, that's was my job. <laughs> I mean, not saying I didn't want to, but it was like, all right, that was my duty. Mommy had to take care of X, Y, and Z. I had to take care of A, B, and C. And this was part of A, B, and C. She's like, yeah, but I was like, yeah, even when it was you and your brother at the same time, I still got to see all of your teachers. <laughs> that's just the way it was. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it was. But um, yeah, it was just, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be strange now because our lovely Kay who has been a guest on this podcast believe it or not um, she's entering high school and I don't know how I'm going to be able to navigate that because y'all might not have been able to tell I do spoil her a lot and I really I really baby her I'm trying not to uh, but it's just just something about, I don't know. I'm not used to girly girls. And she's a girly girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not I used wasn't. Yeah, I'm not used to the makeup, the eyelashes, the 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 little the little highlight. I'm not used to none of that shit. You know, Mia was just like, all right, look, I got my uniform, I'm good. You know, when she when she graduated high school, that's when she started. Uh-huh you know, experimenting and, and doing the makeup or whatever. And even now, Michelle, Dad, how I look? I don't know. Ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah. So, um, because getting it's getting kind of late early, and we do unfortunately have to part ways later on today because it is morning when we, I'm recording this. Because um, I have no fucking idea when I'm recording this, but yeah, it is this week, so it'll be a couple of days early, maybe depending on how I feel. But with that being said, um, I think I'm probably going to wrap it up. But before I do, Brother Mart, do you have any last words you want to leave to the masses? Oh, love your wife and live on. Mm-hmm. In the mortal words. And sister stuff. Love is love. Love is love. Dude, and I'm going to ask something that I might know. I probably don't, and I probably should if it is available, but I'm going to ask anyway and deal with the repercussions afterward. Do you have any social media? Because, yeah, this is the time I gotta try to get some promotion. Do y'all have any social media? Do y'all um, that y'all would like to plug? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go down the line? Yes. Okay. Fine. First one, Facebook. Let's just put that shit out the way. Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. Instagram. It's a lot of stuff at Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, do you got a TikTok? No, I don't do TikTok. Okay, no TikTok. 
What's the last one? What's the last one? This is, this is another one, right? Snapchat? Snapchat. You got Snapchat? I'm not a plug uh, person. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. For the month. I ain't got none of them. See, this is why I probably love them so much because we're real friends. We're real family. We're not this fucking social media bullshit that the majority of people are on. My wife used to be, but she is no longer. But I'm going to even, I'm going to roll out the red carpet of her too, and she could give whatever answer she feels like doing. Is there any type of social media plugs do you want to let the masses know about? The salty thoughts are Donnie Okay. Okay. See? Straight from the sponsor's mouth. Um, you know, normally I would break this up. As a matter of fact, this that exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, people. That brings us to the end of a special, a special, special edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast. If you want to hashtag anything, hashtag this shit, Salty Summer Part 2. I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me and this podcast the one y'all choose to listen to. I would like to once again thank my brother, Monty Mon, and my sister, Steph, for indulging me and this episode was actually a year in the making because Mm -hmm. behind the scenes like i said before in the little preview um we was planning on doing this on our on our excursion last year and time ran away from us and tell you the truth being the fact i'm looking at the setup right now my shit was nowhere near this sophisticated last summer so it's probably <laughs> for the best <laughs> and that's probably why fate had it be the way it was so i'd like to once again thank them i'd like to thank my rib my i can't even describe her but the sponsor of this podcast but fuck all that. My lovely wife, who I finally got on this platform, and finally she kind of let her guard down and just start talking her shit like she likes to do. <laughs> do you have anything you would like to say, babe? Wrap it up so you can blow my back out. Okay. <laughs> so y'all already know what time it is. So let's get to this fucking plugs right now. EasyTree.me slash Rodadani Oo. EasyTree.me slash Rodadani Oo for everything Donny Oo. That is the website you can catch everything Donny Oo. I repeat, EasyTree.me slash Rodadani Oo. These are probably going to be the shortest fucking plug segment, the shortest outro ever, because you already heard my wife and I am rearing and ready to go. So, easytree.me slash Rodadani Ooh. This podcast you're listening to can be reached at easytree.me slash Rodadani Ooh. Salty Thoughts of Donny Ooh merch. Yeah, I said it. Salty Thoughts of Donny Ooh merch can be bought at easytree.me slash Rodadani Ooh. And as always, if you want to hear Donny Ooh spit that hot fire, yeah, 
which means rap music, catch it on easytree.me slash Roy the Donnie Ooh. The Salty Thoughts of Donnie Ooh podcast is available on all streaming platforms, wherever podcasting is available, specifically Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, slash iTunes, amongst others. If you don't want to do that, you can take my RSS feed, insert it into your podcasting apparatus, and you know what'll happen when you do that, babe? Do you know what happened when you do that? Okay. What'll happen <laughs> when you do that is my black ass, Donnie Ooh, will pop up on said feed. Check me out on TikTok, Donnie underscore Ooh. Check me out on Twitter, at Donnie Ooh. Check me out on Instagram, at Donnie Ooh. And check me out on Facebook at both the official pay of the Salty Dorothy Donnie Ooh podcast and Donnie Ooh. Those are the plugs for me, not the plugs for others, and these will be short as shit. Check out the Black Wrestling Podcast each and every Thursday, 8.35 p.m. for BRP Live. Check them out on YouTube, like, and subscribe. Check out Math, Cal, Drip, Fam, and Mimi on YouTube, like, and subscribe. Check out their Patreon, which would be Patreon slash Black Wrestling. Pay to one, pay to ten, no matter what you do. Pay up and check them out, like, and subscribe. Check out the Mojo King and his Hidden Gems Golf. Yeah, I usually say my homie, my bro, but like I said, I got things I got to attend to. Check out the Mojo King and his Hidden Gems Golf, where each week he went on earth all the gems in the world of fantasy golf, just like I went on earth something in the sponsor's nether regions. Check out the Mojo King and his Hidden Gems Golf. I told y'all he likes to double dip, and you know I'm going to double dip when I finish recording this shit. Double dip he does, and double dip I will do with the Hip Hop Hidden Gems. That's right, Hip Hop Hidden Gems, where him and his partner Willie Freeman went on earth all the hidden gems in the world of hip hop. Check out their latest offering in which they actually was on vacation and let it and let my man Des Powell from Hip to the Games podcast, which are both a part of the 19 Media Group, took over Hip Hop Hidden Gems where he went over the legendary verse from the Jizza of the Rutan Clan. Check them out. Both Hip Hop Hidden Gems and Hidden Gems Golf on all streaming platforms wherever podcasts are available. Check out my brothers from the desert. G-I. Yeah, that's right. G.I. Gimmick Infringement. Winchester and McDowell. Or should I say Winchester and McDowell. Where each week they will recap the past week's happenings in the world of professional wrestling. I know they're probably looking at me, my brother and my sister and my mother loving wife because i'm doing all this with my eyes closed and they're probably trying to figure out does he have all this memorized you damn right i have all these memorized because i'm so used to giving out these plugs and the only reason i plug these people is because these are the people that i like to enjoy and if i can enjoy them i want others to enjoy them and where was i oh yeah that's right i was talking about gimmick infringement winchester and mcdowell they're not only just talking about pro wrestling they're not only talking about specifically aew and wwe and 
Impact Wrestling and New Japan. No, they got segments out the wazoo. We got a rose from Tyler in which Tyler McDowell recaps each week the happenings on The Bachelorette. Why? Because that's what Tyler McDowell does. And they got segments such as Hot Take Ty in which Tyler once again talks about all the shit that pissed him off this past week. Such as the Yankees losing eight of their last ten. I had to squeeze in that little fucking sports shot. Winchester will have segments on one day when you have children. Because even if you don't have children. Matter of fact, the segment is specifically for those who don't have children. But even if you do have children, you will find and relate to the shit that he will bring up each week. Check them out. On YouTube, like and subscribe. Check them out on Good Pods. Check them out on all streaming platforms wherever podcasting is available. Last but certainly not least, because like I said, I got things I got to attend to. Body More Bottles. Yeah, that's right. Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check him out. Body More Bottles, who is the number one reviewer in all of Baltimore. When you want to know about the culture, when you want to know about the liquors, when you want to know about the breweries, when you want to know about the cigars, when you want to know about the fucking culture, check out Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. What the fuck? And with all that, I will bid y'all adieu to next week when we will finally get into some fucking football on this bitch. We will also be preparing for the eventual second half of the Subway series in which my amazings will do the mother effing musty ass Yankees dirty. Well, until then, I'll bid y'all goodbye. Stay safe. Bye.
should.